3: And Kelly, morning after.
4: Your time is up, my
3: time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's the franchise form shining now. You can't see me, my time is now. In case you forgot I fell off, I'm still hot. Knock your shelf, money stack back. Plus, I can't turn the swell off. A franchise, mm. big business a live as a sort of manic eyewitness. So, you hear those horns and finish. A soldier, and I stay under <laughs> you fighting. Plus, I'm stumbling on your chunks like I'm thundering lightning. Ain't no way you're breaking me, kid. I'm harder than nails. Plus, I keep it all locked, like I'm part of the jam. Slaughter and stay on the competition. I got the whole block wishing they could run with my division. But they're going fishing. When old bait, can't your boy hold weight? I got my soul straight. I brush your mouth like Cold Gate. And any weather will never. So good, Doug. So <laughs> Perfect. What? Catch me in the next I know a it's a generational thing, but. Life for me, plan, I don't get how people can enjoy that kind of, or even call it, time it music. Is my
1: time is now. <laughs> <You can't laughs> he messes me. it there for a minute. Brush your teeth, like cool, dude. Oh, oh, a... <laughs> you can't see me. My
0: time is now. Oh, that's <laughs> it, right there at the end. Tough
3: guy music. I don't get it. I don't. I get it.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's sick.
1: Really? <laughs> you go home and you sing that. Years later, you would still be singing I that. Say, I go home and put it on now. <laughs> it's also from John Cena's entrance to his wrestling. So. Is that what it was? It's what it's used for. Yeah. Oh. Okay.
3: All right. Well, I'm just upset that on the day that Tony Bennett has passed away, that's our rejoinder music.
1: <laughs> Apparently. A couple minutes ago, Francisco Morinari on the opening tee shot just ripped a massive fart wall. So in fact... Where's that audio? Uh, I mean, I, I don't... I've not heard the audio. It's just Francisco Moronari That's one rip while hitting the opening tee Who's shot. I mean, we can play that? it at 13 seconds. We can see what it sounds like. Yeah. What <laughs> up? Oh, I
3: heard something. Oh,
0: I got to tell you, I think I heard it as well. That was whack. We're going to need to hear it again. Here it comes.
1: Oh! <laughs> no. It's something so simple, but it's so good. All right, thank you. That, Nuki, was, out,
0: that was outstanding.
1: Nuclear golf is a great follow.
3: Mm. Could that have been some other sound in the it background? It sounded like
1: it could have been a gerbil, doesn't it?
3: Could have been a guy just tra- unzipping a golf bag or Someone something? Someone
1: stepped on a duck. Yeah, well, so, It sounds like the gerbil tried to escape, but... Barking spider. Caught him right
4: at the end. (laughs) Do gerbils bark?
3: No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They might squeak a little bit. Like a hamster can squeak. That's my experience owning hamsters. Sometimes they would squeak a little bit, but there's no barking. You've owned hamsters? As a kid, I did makes the whole room smell kind of funny. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right about that. See, first, it smells like the cedar chips. Right, which is fine. But and then, then it starts to smell
0: like there's scat. And <laughs> it smells like that off. <laughs> 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 uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I had deep teas here for you, and here we go. End in van. Two, one. I'm going to read this word for word, even if I don't necessarily believe that this is actually accurate uh, deep down. But uh, nonetheless, uh, what's that? Is it in the post? Uh, this is from awfulannouncing.com. Oh, okay. It sounds like it might only be a matter of time before Joe Buck is calling Major League Baseball games oh. again, but not for ESPN. Oh. Last season, Buck admitted ESPN asked him to call a baseball game, but he declined, saying, quote, I don't, uh, I don't have that itch. More recently, Buck admitted that he anticipates getting the itch eventually. And now, the renowned play-by-play voice admits he misses calling local MLB games. Buck recently joined The Zone with Jason Anderson on Kansas City's 810 WHB radio from the American Century Championship Celebrity Golf Tournament in Lake Tahoe. During the interview, Buck was asked whether he misses being an MLB play-by-play voice in the wake of of departing Fox to lead ESPN's Monday Night Football booth last year. And he said, quote, you know what? You know what I miss? I miss how I started. I miss doing local baseball. I miss putting on a headset and being the eyes and ears of Cardinal fans, Royal fans, Rangers fans, whatever. That's more fun than being Switzerland and getting all the junk that comes with it. The junk was in reference to the groups of baseball fans who baselessly complained Buck hated their favorite teams throughout his more than three decades as a national MLB broadcaster for Fox. Quote, I can say that because I've done 24 World Series, that's enough for one person in a lifetime. That's seven times more than I ever expected to do. I didn't expect to do one, and to start and do it when I was 27 and to finish when I was in my early 50s, I'm proud of all of that in those moments and didn't blow it. Really in any of those moments, but calling baseball and having fun, relaxing on the air and having a partner that you can have fun with and just talk, taking it chill would be a blast, but I don't miss the national stuff. Joe Buck wants to call baseball again. Great news for ESPN. Joe Buck having no interest in calling baseball nationally. Bad news for ESPN. Sure, Uh, ESPN would have to be licking their chops at the idea of putting Buck In their Sunday night baseball booth, they have the best national MLB play-by-play voice under the contract and a baseball broadcast booth that has been in flux for more than a decade. Unfortunately for ESPN, they can't make the two ends meet. Uh, Interestingly, Buck was presented with the opportunity to call a slate of local games with the Cardinals this season, but Buck, a former Cardinal broadcaster, declined the offer. Quote, it's not the right time in my life. I don't think it's fair to do just a few games. You have to be committed to do this. So, there it is. That's from awfulannouncing.com. Huh?
3: And when he says he'd be interested, it doesn't really seem to mean that that's a possibility of it happening, right? Because he's signed with ESPN for a while now,
0: right? I don't know if he said he's interested. He said, "You know what? I miss. I miss how I started." Oh, yeah.
3: Okay. But just the fact that he missed it doesn't mean
0: it right. Happen again. But this is you know, like
3: as a <clears throat> had he said that like, a year yeah. ago, he. People would have said, oh, he's going to replace and, and, Yeah, then
0: maybe he can do, you know, 30 games. I mean, he can't work in starting in August-ish. Certainly can't do September and October, you know. No. Although if you're local, you're not doing October anyway because that goes to the national outlets. I just think, here's what I think. I think his two boys are four or five now, and and now he doesn't, he's making more money than he ever was. And all he has to do is football. So, you know, I just don't think that it's yeah. something that he would want to take <clears> on that travel. But when they get older and Joe will only be, you know, I don't know, 60, uh, perhaps because he enjoys that, that, that makes sense. That parks on When I, when Jackson sent the headline, I didn't, I just saw him doing baseball. I didn't see the local part. And I'm going, I mean, I know from just BSing with him that, he didn't, you know. He was he was on his way out on baseball anyway. The national stuff. The criticism. But I he, text with him all the time, and we text about the Cardinals all the time. And so he's and, and, and he's the one who initiates it. And you know, we'll just be sitting around watching the game. Like, oh, there's Joe, and he's firing off opinions. Boy, he has takes too. <laughs> uh, but uh, so he's watching it. But I get what you're saying. That stuff. But you still get the same crap doing the national football. I just think it's so different. And here is why on football versus baseball. For the first six months of the season, virtually all of the broadcasts are conducted by the hometown teams minus the occasional Apple streaming, which today's Cardinal game uh, is, and the occasional FS1 game. And so the baseball fan has in their heads this sound of, for lack of a better term, a hometown broadcast, whereas the NFL unless you're listening on radio, comes through the lens of a national broadcaster. Now, in St. Louis, we got to hear a lot of Chris Myers. Um, But, you know, if you're with a a quality team, you're going to hear the top the Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, the Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Um, and whoever winds up being with Fox, but Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart, you're going to hear those, and they're doing it from a neutral perspective, whereas for 162 games or 150 of those games, if you're watching, the sound that you become accustomed to when a Cardinal hits a home run sounds completely different in the most intense time of October. Mm -hmm. And so he would catch a lot of hell from baseball fans, and after a while, and you have, God only knows, 100, 200 million dollars, and two young kids, it's like, yeah, I don't need it, don't care, bye. Yeah. What is the headline of that article? Joe Buck, I Miss Doing
2: Local Baseball. Uh, there you go.
3: Now, what did that prove? What did, that, <laughs>
2: what what did, did
1: that, that mean? What
2: was that take? Well, I mean, there's nothing in the article. But St. Louis fans are going to read it because they, oh, he's coming back to the Cardinals.
1: It wasn't a bad little article.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, there was nothing in there basically saying he's going to come back to baseball because he misses it so much.
1: Uh, yeah, Chip. Carey's but when you good. read that article, yeah, Chip you th-
2: is
0: good. Yeah, yeah.
2: When you He's read that good. article, you think, oh, Joe, Joe wants to go back and baseball.
0: But per- perhaps radio, you know. Well, I'd that. I would love I could down, see down him.
2: I could see him when his career is winding down, his, his major career. He may reach out to Cam Wex and
0: say, like, what am "I wouldn't mind doing some home games." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. That that could be sooner rather than later. I just don't think with his two boys being four or five that he's looking to fly to Milwaukee in Pittsburgh yeah, no. and Pittsburgh yeah. and make, you know, already making whatever the hell he's making. And
3: it's going to get busier with the kids when they get involved in things that he's not going to want to miss. I never understood the criticism of, her, of him at all. I mean, this was one of the premier broadcasters in the history of the medium. Well, and I to mean, it, to, it, to it, even watch some of those games and to think that, that he was at, at all leaning one way or another with the team, I just don't get it. I understand you get a different broadcast from your home guys, but people have been watching national sports long enough to know better. Well, it's
0: fans in those two cities. Let's just you're say. operating on a logic brain, and when you're a fan and you're in an October baseball moment, you're not operating with the logic. You're operating with emotion. And it's not to say everybody views it that way, but I remember one time walking out of uh, MetLife Stadium with him and with Troy Aikman when we were traveling with him and we were working on a podcast business in 2012 I guess this was and they escort him out and you know Marie and I are just along for the ride straight coattails obviously and they're getting berated certainly Aikman as a cowboy and that's you know Giants fans and being in that division but Joe gets berated and Joe got berated throughout the game it was a blowout win for the Giants too beating the Falcons en route to their second Super Bowl win in five years against the Patriots and they just turned around and would scream at him in the booth you know and that's that's now that's New York um, but that, it just, it's just something that you kind of learn to deal with, but it gets annoying after a while, especially when you don't need to do it. You got and he had to kind of pick, I guess, on football or baseball and the football was where even more money was and certainly a less, less than year round schedule. So he was good. And again, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he has two young children, but yes, doing games in St. Louis and we get sexually harassed here on a daily basis. Yeah, but we like it. We have to act like we don't, but it's like, yeah, I want to bang that guy, too. i, I, mean, I wake never up up every thought morning. that way. Gets me out of bed. <laughs>
4: That's
1: why I get here early. get prepped.
3: Can you imagine if the, if the people that taunted him taunted him in the same way that we get taunted here? Some of the texts and emails we get? Well. I mean, how big a loser do you have to be to turn around and start screaming at the announcer? It's just a... I could see where if you're if you're drunk, you're with your boys. Oh, there's the announcer. Let's right. yell something. Aha! Uh-huh, I got a good one off. Eh.
0: saw so, uh, Ricky Fowler yesterday was walking down 18, and you know that there's a guy nobody likes, and uh, the way that it was set up, the uh, the guys who were going to uh, heckle him knew it, he was walking, so they set up the camera of the guy who was going to do the dirty work. It's the audio isn't uh, optimal because it was recorded by one of the. Uh, guys in their 30s who are having their big moment by yelling at a golfer who couldn't respond to them. Uh, or if he did respond to him, it brought nothing but downside. But hey, you know, it's a big win for him. Here is the, uh, here is the audio. Doug, take a listen.
1: I'd love to hear it. Hit the lever please. See? Sec, we're dealing with an opening as we go. Oh, no. no. Yeah, uh, dude, it's our the computer. Our new Adobe is running.
3: We got a new computer?
1: Rough. What? No, it's not a new computer. I'm saying our like the new-ish version of Adobe is still running.
3: Right okay, here. now hit the lever.
4: Off to the 49ers investment. Come on,
2: You Coward. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, that's pathetic. Doug goes are gentlemen in their 30s slash 40s, and they got a line off on Ricky. Uh, here is the reasoning. Ricky Fowler has revealed the reason. A heckler was going after him. No laying up. Editorial director Kevin Van Valkenburg asked Fowler about getting heckled at the open after the round in which the golfer shot a plus one. Quote, he called me a coward for not going through with my Leeds investment. That's a first. Maybe he should put up his own money. That's about as banty as Ricky gets. Uh, A video shot from the crowd seems to confirm what Fowler said. The video shows uh, two hooligans, as the New York Post calls them. One appearing to hold an alcoholic beverage, asking the golfer about what happened with 49ers in Leeds, and another calling Fowler a coward. In June, Fowler spoke about how he would be investing alongside Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth in 49ers Enterprises, the group that has acquired the British soccer club Leeds. Quote, it's cool to have those opportunities, Fowler said. I know we are looking into it. It'll be fun if we get to be a part of it. If not, we'll continue to root for Leeds to see if we can help out Billy. Obviously, they got relegated, but to be able to go to a Premier League game, Champions League, I feel like obviously you call it football over there. We call it soccer here. It's just a massive sport. I feel like it's continuing to get bigger in the States, but since I haven't been to a game, I don't have the true appreciation until I've actually been able to go and be there and feel that energy. However, last week, Spieth told reporters that Fowler had pulled out of his investment after the team got relegated. Uh, so, Doug, here's the gentleman. Coward. I don't know if you see. the, There's Ricky walking, and there's that guy. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'd say he's probably in his 30s. Uh, and they waited for him to walk by, and they recorded the video, and then they got him. Boy, that's, they a, did. that's awesome. I'm though. sure
1: he didn't sleep last night. Speaking of golf, Terrell Hatton's hitting fifth shot off the tee on 18. Terrell
0: can go into dark places Idiot. very quickly.
1: I'm trying to look for a video of him just throwing clubs. Oh, is he, he starting point? to throw clubs? No, I'm just I'm, I'm wanting to see that video. No, he doesn't do violent. that
2: anymore, but he talks to himself every time he misses a putt. <clears throat> he He's... sits there for five minutes talking to himself why it broke left and not right, and he missed a putt yesterday. It couldn't have been more than two feet.
0: Guys, they should have farted on Ricky. Those videos are hilarious. That's from Chairman Steve. Yeah, what? Gil, Gilstrap could have been out there.
1: Gilstrap. I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: name or the act. but I, I, Well, I, Speaking I... of
2: Ricky, he was 200 Park on 18 yesterday and took a triple.
0: Doug, what are you talking about with listening to people complain about announcing? We listen to Iggy bitch about the announcing at the Open for the entire seven yeah. o'clock hour at one point this week. That's from the three one four.
3: But it wasn't the quality of the broadcasting; it was just the fact that he was there.
2: Yeah, right? I don't, I don't think Mike Tirico's bad in what he does. I just don't understand how he shows up at these events when they don't need him.
3: But, well, but I've explained it. He's their lead guy, and they want him at all the big events. He's the, he's the face of NBC Sports. Well.
0: I guess. Guys, I got Joe Buck lined up if you want him. That's from KG out.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, he had his number, too. But he when it. did he have the number? Did he have it five <laughs> minutes ago? I don't
2: know. I don't care, okay? He's got the number. Call him and say, hey, this is KG. See if he says, who? I could call him right now. He goes, what's up, Iggs?
3: Oh, There's he was That's that, interesting me and you. What's
2: up, Iggs? People know me. People don't know you.
3: Oh, well, that may Maybe be changing with his social well, media presence. You just want to
2: keep throwing out crap like that and keep acting like you're cool. Go ahead. <laughs> Joe Buck would say, what's up, Iggs? Yeah, he'd probably say Iggy. He wouldn't say Iggs. Mm. Only close personal friends say Iggs.
3: But you're tight with
2: him. Close yes, person. we know each other. Very well, I would say. Wait, really? <laughs> it's no big deal. He's from St. Louis. Well, yeah. So what? He's a, he's a big deal. Well, he is. But to me, he's not a big deal. He's just Joe Buck great guy
3: well you're hard to impress to be announcer
2: listener of the program i could tell you yeah there's not many people that uh you know i go i go gaga over if i meet them. except gaga (laughs) nice i was a little nervous when i met her but then i calmed down
0: somebody brought us donuts by the way was that dogtown ty did he really wind up doing it yeah It was Dogtown tie? How about this Dogtown tie? Was he naked when he bought
4: them? Uh, He just dropped them off. Jody, our receptionist, gave them to me. So I cannot confirm nor deny if he was in the buff. In buff or in the buff?
2: And only six. Normally they bring in a dozen.
4: I I, I ate one.
2: (laughs) He only brought in six? I brought a glazed one.
4: He didn't even buy us a dozen donuts? Five of us.
2: They're big. They're strange donuts, though. So, like, the size of a cake.
4: One of them is like the size of Blasey's head. Yeah. I'm, oh, taking, that, I'm
1: taking that one. That one's ahead. going home. That uh, one's going to Ann this <laughs> afternoon. Well, I got to go to Mungan first. Get a little tune up on the van for the Colorado trip. You oh. playing oh. Ann Beezy today? I think I'm doing a 250. Like, you like that Ann I didn't like it at all. Set no. one up. I've never been there. When are you going to Colorado? Yeah, of course. Uh, we're, I'm leaving Tuesday evening. So, not this coming Tuesday, but next, so about nine days. You taking that trailer behind you? Yeah. No, we're doing a cabin.
2: You may want to check. I think Los Lonely Boys is in Colorado. <laughs> they're not going to
1: Los Boys. You know, we Lowly actually... Boys. Well, funny thing, Aunt Iggy, I think we're in there a week before they are there. You wouldn't have actually looked. looked. I, no, I looked at... The, I looked at their, let me double check.
2: Me yeah, see. they're playing like 30 tour dates and nowhere near Oklahoma is as close as they come to St. Louis. Yeah. I don't get it. I really don't.
3: Speaking of Oklahoma, do you read about that new... Amusement park they're going to build in Oklahoma. It's bigger than Disney, like. Yeah, $2 billion park. I guess it's in the north, east part of the state, kind of, I guess,
1: somewhat close to Tulsa. Now I know where to pull my camper in a couple years. There you go. the yeah. world.
3: It's kind of an odd, odd place to put a rival to Disney World, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
1: but I bet you there's so much cheap land. You
2: don't think about much in Probably. Oklahoma, do you? When you think of Oklahoma, you don't think about a
1: lot to do there. But it's not. I wouldn't say century located, but Florida's at the very tail end. It's really yeah. hard. I know they still have the Disneyland or whatever is in California, but... Doug, what was first? Disney World or Disneyland? Disneyland. Land, Land right? right? Yeah. Yeah. 72? Well, Ooh. I thought it would be earlier than that. Uh-huh. I bet
3: Disneyland... No. You're talking Disney World 72? Disneyland, I think, was quite a bit earlier than
4: that. It might, might be Disney World, I'm thinking. Of.
1: Yeah, Disneyland, I think, was in the 40s. Disneyland opened in
4: 1955.
2: Okay. 1955,
4: yeah. Disney World. No, I don't want to cast aspersion because I've only been to Oklahoma twice.
2: I've never been. Once was to my aunt's house. They had a house in, on the lake in Oklahoma. And we just spent the week at the lake, so I didn't really see anything. And another time I went up for a concert. So I haven't really seen a lot of Oklahoma. When you think of Oklahoma, you just think of like a dust bowl and not a lot of big things to do there. It's a
3: lot like Texas. Tulsa and Oklahoma City are, are both nice cities. Nice, thriving, somewhat clean cities.
0: Your brother lives there.
3: He did. Now he moved to Tulsa. I mean, he moved to Dallas, sorry. He lived in Tulsa for, jeez, 30 right. years. Oh, like. is that right? 40, and he just 40. moved? He went down to college at Tulsa and stayed there. Golden Hurricane? Yeah. And then it wasn't until about four or five years ago that he moved to Dallas to be
1: close was to Was it dog. because they hired Frank Haith and he couldn't
0: handle it? He had enough that at Hayth? that
4: point, yeah.
0: He was is Haith an assistant up. at Texas now? By the way, yeah, is he still in the game?
4: Oh, yeah, he's still in the game. I think that's right. Tim. I saw
0: a, a picture wow. of Kevin Durant with, uh, he just went back to Austin to practice and and had some of the staff at, at Texas. And, and Haith was in the picture. And I'm like, I guess Frank Haith is coaching yep. at Texas. Now. Yeah,
4: he's the assistant. He's an assistant for the uh, University of Texas.
0: So he's going to get a job in a couple of
1: years to get him back.
4: Yeah, I mean, right. he, he right. was at Tulsa for eight years. So. Is that right? Really? Yeah. Long. long enough for my brother to want to move Tulsa. out of Tulsa. 2014 to 2022, yeah, he was, he was an like assistant that. under like Penny that. Hardaway last season, and now he's with Texas. He oh, committed so,
3: some hate crimes while he was here.
0: Boy, well, I, 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 Quinn, I Snyder. Telling you, Quinn Snyder, Utah, no, Atlanta. Hawks, Atlanta. Hawks, he just got hired. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, this is 100%. I mean, why would I make this up? But uh, I recall I was working out when the news came across that Frank Haith was going to be the hire. And so help me God, I had never heard of the man.
3: No, I hadn't either. I
0: mm-hmm. had never heard of the man. And poor Bernie Miklas, who I, without a doubt in my mind, he had good sources on the Matt Painter thing.
3: Well, had you heard of Eli Drinkwitz before they hired him for football?
0: I had only because I was following the story with Gabe diarman on Power Mizzou, so I knew he was listed, and Gabe had good sources as well on some of these names. But some of the names they were talking about for that coaching search, I hadn't. Well, I hadn't heard of Gates And the either. guy they were going to hire... Uh, yeah, I initially hadn't heard of But I'm talking about when I found out that Haith had been hired. Yeah. You know, like literally Frank Haith has been hired as the coach. And I go, who, who is this man? I don't know who he is. His name was under the radar. Um, and Jackson, I guess you were 14 at the time. So maybe you would have not just in fairness. About 13, Haith? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, it's like weird to not know someone who's like a power five, especially Miami. That's a big school. But I don't remember much about that.
0: I just hadn't heard of him when I saw that he had been hired. And considering, I mean, that's just, Gates, I was, I probably wasn't familiar until the coaching search began. Right. Same with And Drinkwitz, same thing. But well, they were going to hire, who was the guy they were hiring who's at Arkansas State now? I think he's at Utah State. Is it Blake Anderson? Yeah. Is that right? Is that, that, that right? That they
1: denied, right? Right. They-, they brought
0: him back. The search committee did, and there were members of the board who said this isn't going to fly, and then they sent them back out to get somebody. And that's why I was kind of like, well, yeah. if this guy's so great, why wasn't he the first choice? Yeah. But with that said, I'm bullish on the Tigers in 2023.
3: Jackson probably doesn't remember the hate hiring because when he was 14, he still hadn't had the silver spoon surgically removed from his LeDoux Oh, my God! No, I
4: remember it because Mike Anderson You want to do some balloon party today? Left <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, Right in the, right the back door. I was like, right on my birthday. Oh yeah. And then they hired uh, haste and it started off just wonderful. And then uh, it tanked the program for a decade after. Mm hmm.
1: -hmm. We had one. Tim Beckman, I'm telling you, it only takes one coach to ruin a program in any sport for years.
0: Oh, I just received the six questions for the six shooter.
1: Yeah, they're fire. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, the because
4: uh, you know hate himself, you know what he did, but then the next coach was kind of had to be someone like hometown it was Kim Anderson. and nice enough, you know, good guy. Man, not not who you wanted in the uh, in the for Missouri. You never SEC. felt worse
1: mm-hmm. for a guy than watching Kim Anderson. He Gets tried to the go dream old school, scenario, get yeah. the dream job. Mm-hmm. Yep, <sighs> highly successful brutal. in Division Two, star player in his day. There yep. couldn't be a nicer guy, right? And then just absolutely disastrous. Couldn't recruit.
0: Couldn't do couldn't some recruit. Oh, you like that couldn't recruit?
1: God, no, I don't like that. You had time to put the re in there. It's a podcast.
3: Couldn't yeah, Kevin recruit. He was just clearly too old school.
4: Yeah. And then Konzo, same way. Started. We've had a couple outside of Kim, the last, Haith, Konzo, and Gates have had a great first season. So. See if he can. Oh, you're not stuff. as high on Gates now. You selling uh, stocks? Is this guy selling
0: a little stock, dog? Is that nah. selling stock? Can he
4: co- recruit? Uh, that's my concern. Is the the off season? They got the guy from Colorado State. I'm looking forward to see. But there were some guys out there that they didn't get. They got some seven footer, didn't they? Con- Connor Hanover. You may remember him from Oklahoma when uh, the oh, Sooners yeah. vanquished the Tigers in the 2021 Big Dance. Fight Tiger.
1: Oh, trust me. I'd be way more excited with Gates than Underwood can get player two. But I'm concerned that's how he coaches. So, if I'm me, yeah, I would. I just want to know if it's
4: like a Gates system that's good, or if the team last year was just built so good because of the maturity of the team. They did have a first-round NBA draft pick. No doubt, and and also a bunch of fourth or fifth-year guys. So that's yeah. advantageous. So well, say, I'm, I'm still I'm still bullish. Nowadays, with the rules, you can always have a bunch of fourth- and fifth-year guys if you right. want it. They're more valuable, honestly. than yeah. like If you don't get a top 20 18-year-old recruit, you might be better suited getting a guy who spent four years in a college basketball.
3: Oh, sport. yeah. You'd rather have someone 22 or
4: 23 right. than 18. 100%. Unless they're like a superstar.
0: Yeah. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. Send your emails in for our design air, heating, and cooling email today, which comes your way here in a matter of moments. Jackson and I will head down the hallway. You can watch us on YouTube now. You want 101 ESPN is on YouTube. Uh, and that starts at 10 o'clock. It's called Mungan St. Louis Acura's Balloon Party in the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at illinoisrecoverycenter.com. That's illinoisrecoverycenter.com. And if you are in the market for jewelry, we have an official jeweler here on TMA, and that is Glenn Betts. Jewelers. Craig Betts and Glenn Betts Jewelers, now operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, you're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships. Through generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. com. That's G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z Jewelers.com. Located one mile east to 270 on Manchester in De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and there is bad. Right. Doug, you like that? You got a jingle or anything like good, that? Good, better, best.
3: Never let it rest. Till your good is better, and your better is bets.
0: Glenn Betts.
2: That's a who song. You better you better you bets.
0: That's what they're singing about? Is, is da, it da, ba, that's correct. Uh the Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. Go online at GlennbettsJewelers.com. Plowhawk on the T at two fifteen at Annbrider today. Doug, where is Jackson playing? You think he's at Far Oaks or Forest Park? Oh, I'd say
1: Bogey Club. Oh, so, you think he's Bogey ah, Club? Bogey. Yeah. What about the log? Yep. You're playing ah. Amber Pelsey? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to try it. I've never played Better it. What a ball.
2: great course. Better bring some balls. I have you, some. You
1: out there? I, I have some extras.
4: Will, it's a good, it's great course. I'm playing right down the road here, actually, at the Quarry. Oh, that's Texas right. Springs. You
0: told me that yesterday.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I am uh, I haven't played out there in like a year and a half, so.
2: The Ascension, the Ascension Media Day should be coming up pretty soon. At Norwood? We'll all be out at Norwood. Nice. Oh, can can play we all go out and play?
1: play? I love Norwood. They're going to have a media day out there?
0: Yeah, they do every year a sponsor oh, love of the, the program play. now.
1: I love the play. Yeah. That'd
3: be fun.
0: Two it's courses. Uh, Golf Talk here on TMA is now brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. For oh, sponsorship yeah. packages or to purchase tickets to the PGA Tour Champions event, September 5th through the 10th, visit AscensionCharityClassic.com. Ascension, and uh, update on the leaderboard, uh, you're not going to have a new leader today, barring Tommy Tommy Fleet Fleet going super low. And so far, he's even through three. So he is five back. Of the surprise leader, Brian Harmon, who is plus 12,500 if you threw 100 on him before. He is 10 under par. He is in the clubhouse. And barring a huge surprise, he will be the leader going into the weekend at the Open. 50-year-old Stuart Sink is T3 at the moment. He's 1-under for the day, 4-under for the tournament. He is tied with Jordan Spieth, who is 2-under for the day and 4-under for the tournament through five holes. Iggy, who has a crush on Minwoo Lee, he is in 7th place. You do. I could have played him
2: instead of Dustin Johnson. You could like, have played yeah. anybody. Dustin Johnson's gonna kill me. I mean, I've got Harmon, I've got Speeth.
3: And you got Dustin Johnson. Yeah, two yep.
2: other two other guys
0: in the top twenty. I got McIntyre who's in Bobby Chalk 70. is still alive. With where these three, cuts so. are. Yeah. I mean, right now the cut looks like plus four per day to golf. It's sixty six point nine percent plus four. I don't think I'm gonna have a ride at 21 rosters. I don't think I'm gonna have one that has six out of six. They built around Finau and Morikawa, and both aren't gonna make the cup. I'm winning 20 bucks, but I got Dustin Johnson. God, there's so many other people. Dustin Johnson had a debacle of a day today. So here are some of the bigger names who won't be around for the weekend. Dustin Johnson shot 81 today. Yeah, so he's plus 13. Idiot. Uh, John Daly, not a surprise, isn't going to be around. He's 12 over. Denny McCarthy, 12 over. Justin Thomas, 11 over. He is done as well, although he has the largest improved score from round one to round two, tied for it in history. Going back to the 1930s, he has an 11-stroke improvement from yesterday. He shot 71 today after an 82 yesterday. Also not going to be sticking around for the weekend from the bigger name category. Uh, let's see. Tony Fino, six over. He is not going to be around for the weekend barring catastrophic wind conditions this afternoon. Cy Thigala look likely not going to be around this, uh, this weekend. Keegan Bradley was looking good yesterday. He was top ten at one point yesterday, but he is plus four now. That could be the cut line, though. Joaquin Neiman's plus four. And Bryson is uh, currently three over. Bobby Chalk is three over. Iggy, if you're holding out hope, and uh, there you go. John Rahm was able to improve to plus two, so it looks like he'll be around for the weekend. Rory ended, what, minus one? Doug Rory, minus one? I don't know. Uh, Ricky Fowler is even, so he bounced back after getting yelled at by the hooligans yesterday. And hitting two balls out of bounds on 18.
3: He was called a coward.
2: He was, had to rattle him. That 18 and 17 is is kind of a sewer, too. Sewer? I mean, that that hole is just—it's—it's kind of not even—it's it. well, not even fair.
3: Why isn't it fair?
2: Well, you have depending where they put that pin, you have like five feet to land the ball. If you hit it, if you hit it left of the pin, it's going to roll into one of the pot bunkers. Then you're talking double bogey. Uh, if it goes long, you're in the the hay. If it goes right, you're you're could go out of bounds. I mean, it's really—it's just—it's a terrible hole. Nice hole, Bill. Well, and then eighteen, my the auto, on the property. Eighteen, you could be five feet off the fairway on the right, and you're out of bounds. Yeah.
3: Well, so what can you do about it?
2: Well, you can uh, <laughs> don't make sense. it out of bounds.
1: I'd Like to hit against you.
2: In <laughs> seventeen, they didn't need to. They didn't need to change that hole. That's a new hole, Bill.
1: Oh. <laughs> Damn, you took it. I'm gonna say, Bill, you got it there quick. Well.
0: But uh, it's so a you pretty show. What, do you, what do you care? I mean, should p- lead to some drama on Sunday. Yeah, that's if what you If like. it's tight, I mean, I, I, listen, if Harmon runs away with it, God bless. But no, he I, won't. I, I don't, I'd be surprised if that's the case. He, well, he's he has bogey. been playing well, though, man. He's Liam. made one bogey in two days. He's been rolling it, too, and there's a lot of variance on uh, He's got as many bogeys as Dustin Johnson had birdies in two days. Dustin Johnson continues to take shrapnel here in this nine o'clock hour, Doug.
3: Yeah, he's got it coming. He's an idiot for what he shot today.
2: Well,
0: hey. listen.
2: You, you, you've you been playing well. I think he had top tens in both two majors this year. Go out there and play well. <laughs> Men, not machines. Min, Min Wu Lee, I don't know why I didn't play him. Yeah, you find him to be cute. And not to mention, he's played well in the three majors this year. And and major the big tournaments this year, the elevated events, he's played well. Top well, you tens, were pretty proud 20s.
3: of yourself when you picked Dustin Johnson. You even wiggled in your
4: chair a little bit.
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought he'd have a good week.
4: Iggs, is the Australian accent from Min Lee what really gets you going?
2: Good question. Thanks. No, it's just I think he's kind of the stash. Like, yeah, he's got kind of a Jason Day look to him. You think Jason Day's hot too? Yeah. So what
4: well, about these Australian sure. guys? Oh, he's cute. You have Adam sakes. Scott too.
2: Well, Adam Scott is gorgeous.
4: Oh, there's right. so three Australians.
2: Min Lee's kind of cute.
4: Yeah, maybe you have an Australian fetish. Let's go to the land down oh, under.
2: Angela White, dig her.
4: Uh, Margot Robbie.
2: Yeah, kind of dig Iggy Azalea, too.
4: Would you like to go to Canberra
3: and just hang out there?
2: No,
0: it's way (laughs) too far to go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the designer heating and cooling email. The day! Any of you guys remember that time Tim had just a so-so show? Let the laughter and hilarity ensue because it never happened. But this email's about time and how Ah. it is precious. And the newspaper discussion reminded me of that. Nothing lasts forever you see fan page member of the year came with something erotic and special a date with doug but where to he's in his 60s heck we both are so we've been both been so many places to quote wang chi in big trouble in little china my mind and my spirit were going north and south until this morning so doug you just found somebody kind to help and understand you someone who is just like you and needs a gentle hand to guide them along so maybe I'll see you there. We can forget all our troubles, forget all our cares. So let's go to Pound Town. Things will be great when you're at Poundtown. Town. Don't wait a minute more. Pound Town. Everything fleshy is waiting for you. No. Pound Town. That's from a gentleman by the name of Ben, and he has a middle initial of Ryden, and then his last ben. name is Him. <laughs> okay, that's a really. We'll good leave on. out
1: the middle name,
3: Ben. And then he included an in
0: image, and then there's two tickets.
3: Two tickets to. Downtown, okay, play off the movie Downtown. I uh, the song, Downtown. Is it
0: Petula Clark? Yes. Ann Young, I've only been to Oklahoma twice. Sick flex boots. Have a great weekend, guys. Thanks, and maybe stay tuned. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, a.k.a. SMR Greta Gerwig. Come see his latest flick. <laughs> <laughs> open, hey, o- open high. Copenhagen, the Sour Patch Kids movie with Barbie and Ken for free if you sign up for a $47 YouTube premium subscription. Sorry, creeps, but there shan't be any nudity in this one, even though, quote, the Barbie and Ken Dollars are always naked, unquote. A perfectly normal and not at an all skin crawlingly uncomfortable, inaccurate observation oh. to make.
3: Yeah. They're all naked. Brian Hinchin. They're
0: all naked.
2: You're the only one who would think that would be creepy talking about a naked doll. <laughs> It has no body parts on it.
0: We all reacted. This, for the sake of accuracy, there were a number of people who expressed horror when that was said <laughs> that in the text
2: inbox. i talking about what he said. And if you want to compare <laughs> what cities and states we've been to, let's go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn. Put your resume up against I mean, anyone. That's up there at the closet. That one upster closet, I think. <sighs>
0: And young. <laughs> hey guys, I'll slather Doug's butt in barbecue sauce. Uh, I can ancient? book Joe Buck's hairdresser's hairdresser ASMR Alreen for August thirty first at nine twenty six a.m. If you want her, just let me know. Thanks. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Enchin, oh. aka ASMR Rapunzel twenty three, host of the Whisper Pod. Yeah. This week's guest is Mike Tarico. who will be joining us live from the bunker on number eighteen to whisper through some of his favorite in broadcast want early access to this Whispers exclusive then come find us on Patreon Whispers hello friends you are looking live at the sand trap on hole number 18 at the open how about a haircut snip snip (laughs) clip clip flip flip flip, swoosh bitches
2: come on Hinchin if you spend this much time writing for the paper you probably do more (laughs) than writing you know covering the shih tzu contest at the uh, animal park
1: Nice. You finished that? I was That's worried. the you best insult you can burn. come up with. I, I, I was wondering if you were going to finish that one, but you did find it, and I was, I liked it.
0: He landed oh. the plane, Doug, despite the turbulence. <laughs> he sure did. Yesterday, Iggy wanted to know how the gays determine who's a top and who's a bottom. Matt Damon once said, if you can't spot the bottom in your first half hour at the bathhouse, then you are the bottom. Oh. I'm not for sure what picture he said that in, but probably either rounders or or behind the candelabra. I've got tickets to see Oppenheimer this weekend. I initially thought it was about kidnapping children, but it turns out it's a three hour biological, biographical thriller about a theoretical physicist who was pivotal in developing the first nuclear weapons as part of the Manhattan Project. I guess I'll still go now that Jackson has had enough time to digest the film in order to render his one-word review of good. I'm going to hold off on seeing Barbie, though, until Iggy issues his review detailing how director Greta Gerwig handles the nudity and genitalia on the naked dead dolls. Linda Blair was born in St. Louis in 1959 and was 14 years old in The Exorcist in 1973. She was 24 when she got naked for the first time in Chained Heat, which uh. Iggy ranked 14th on his Top 15 Best Nudity in Movies power rankings that he posted to the fan page November in 2017.
2: Civil Danning was in it, too.
0: And he never finished it. <laughs> Iggy wrote, quote, This film features Linda Blair in her first nude scene. Not much shaving in the early 80s, so a lot of push in the shower, but uh. Linda only shows her breasts." Which are quite plump. Sybil Danning is gorgeous as ever and nude. <laughs> Stella Stevens and Edie Williams play lesbian lovers. John Vernon, best known as Dean Wormer in Animal House, plays the pervert warden. Iggy included an NSFW link to X Hamster in his review, but Facebook blocks the link if you try and click it. Man, I ain't tipping my cap to a dude who is 0 and 7 with a 6. That's from Buck Swope. Okay, nice little email, Bucky. Buck Swope. The Doug, that's what we have for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day.
2: Huh. You had to go digging a long way on my Facebook page to find that. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't know. This is not an easy, easy choice today. I, ben him was a little vile for my taste. <laughs> Henson had word about slathering something on me. It was, just, I'll
0: go buck swope.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just... <laughs> no, there are three terrible ones, but I'm going to go with Kevin Miller.
0: Oh, I'm actually going with Brian Henson. So now we go to no. the
2: Speaker of
1: the House. Okay. Oh, I'm definitely doing the one where it was Poundtown. Uh, De-
0: two tickets. Yeah, that's the that would be Ben Ryden, Dang, yeah, damn Lucas. Good. Congratulations to Ben. You have won the Design Air Heating and Cooling Email of the Day. But the big winners are me and Jackson, because we're about to get our asses ripped for an hour on 101 ESPN. Uh, you can watch it take place by going to YouTube.com and uh, the 101 ESPN channel, or just listen on 101 ESPN. It's uh, Friday, which means it's time for the Little Piddles Friday 6 shooter. Time for us to shut it down for the plow for Jackson for Kenneth. Thank you, Jerry. Remember the Kevin for Douglas Unbonded. To Kern, it Bit Ryan Kelly. Morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.